On this episode, I get my first video question. I talk to Mr. Money and we talk hashtags. Welcome to episode seven. Fun fact on the number seven, that is the number of my starting quarterback, Geno Smith. Which reminds me, just so everybody knows, episode seven, I'm in a very bad mood this morning. You might have seen my tweets over the weekend. Uh, Dexter uh, McDougal, our third round pick, is out for the year. D. Milner, our starting best corner. Dexter's also a corner. D. Milner is, uh, is out for four to five, maybe six weeks with a high ankle sprain. In our first six games, we played five of the seven best passing attacks uh, with Rebus, that traitor piece of crap going to New England. Uh, we're depleted back there, and I'm just generally sad. Before we go into the questions this week, uh, I've been getting some emails of people who are looking to get questions answered that are a little more personal. So I've decided to go innovation style. I don't know if you can zoom in here, DRock, but right to the cyber dust. Uh, I'm going to answer some private questions tomorrow, which is Tuesday, uh, August 12th, because I know people watch this all the time, on Cyberdice Dust, uh, username Gary VEE. Uh, hit me up with your questions that are personal because on Cyberdust, Mark Cuban's kind of new venture, uh, big shout out to him. Uh, the questions disappear, they don't store anything, they're playing up that privacy. Some of you are looking to ask some very personal questions. So tomorrow I'm doing a lot of driving around in New Jersey from meeting to meeting, and I will be answering private questions tomorrow morning on the dust, as I like to call it. Gary VEE, I'll see you tomorrow. Mark asks, who are the idols or the people that inspire you? Did you ever have a mentor? Mark, uh, you know, for people that watch me or have followed me over the last seven or eight years, this is a very easy answer. Uh, I've been very hardcore about this. I have never really been a big fan of any business idols, including the uh, before mentioned Mark Cuban or, you know, really the two entrepreneurs or people that have ever kind of over-indexed to me were Walt Disney and Vince McMahon because they were heavy storytellers and turned businesses out of that. I like that, but to say they were my mentors or I looked up to them, there is no Steve Jobs or Donald Trumps or Carnegie's or, there is nothing like that in my life. My life is really focused on two individuals, Tamara and Sasha Vaynerchuk. Uh, Tamara from the HR People Skill Foundation, Sasha from the work ethic, you know, uh, we mentioned that in episode three or four. So, you know, they're really my only mentors. Um, that's it. Hey Gary, my name is Matt and I'm a content creator who makes his living off of YouTube. Lately a lot of people have been asking me what my next step is because they don't think YouTube will last forever, but I think it will only continue to grow. So my question for you is, should I hedge my risk by expanding to other platforms or should I go all in on YouTube? I'd love to know what you think. Matt, how many of these people have two million plus subscribers on YouTube? Thought so. So go with your gut, you were 100% correct. I've already made a mistake on YouTube early in my career going to Viddler full time. Uh, I've, you know, and I made one right correction of jumping on it months after it came out in the first place. YouTube is the platform along with Netflix and emerging other platforms like a Vimeo or, or an Amazon, um, Hulu, many other things that will pop up along the way. YouTube is an anchor of video content consumption uh, and I think uh, your intuition is 100% correct and uh, I would keep doing exactly what you're doing. I see it going nowhere fast. Mr. Money asks, what do you consider more valuable, enthusiasm or action? 
Mr. Money, before I uh, answer your question, let me ask you a question. How does one get a name like Mr. Money? That feels uh, pretty remarkable. Uh, you know, I Gary Money. I like it. Anyway, action or enthusiasm? The truth is, my friend, uh, M squared, can I call you that? Mr. Money. Uh, the real answer to that question really is both. The funny thing is I know tons of people with massive enthusiasm and they can't execute dick. On the flip side, I know people that can execute A's on all their papers but without that passion or bravado or fire, they're only able to get limited return on that investment of execution. So to me, I'm probably a 60-40 action execution 60, enthusiasm 40. I know a lot of people might not get that, but the truth is I'm way more proud of my execution skills. All this, all this charisma uh, hides what I really am, which is a hardcore executor, don't forget, I had executed a large business before I ever hit the scene. Uh, I was already 30 years old when I started Wine Library TV and started that whole process. And so I'm a 60-40 execution, enthusiasm, action. I might even be a 65-35. Heck, as I sit here, maybe I'm a 70-30. TJ asks, how would you suggest an indie artist use their marketing money when the royalty check comes in six months later? Jay, first of all, thank you for the music today. Big ups to him. Uh, And uh, the royalty check coming six months later, uh, how do I think you should execute on that is very simple. I think you should execute six months of patience. If you don't have the money, you just wait for it to come and then you execute. There is a lack, wordplay Jay, and everybody else is watching. There is a lack of patience. The thought that your royalty check comes six months later means that whatever you wanted to do with that monies, you know, to attack, just has to wait six months. And so, practically, I just wait. Thomas asks, cake or pie? Thomas, this is quite simple. For me, this is pie. I'm obsessed with blueberry and apple pie, though I don't eat those kind of things anymore, but pie. Liz asks, any tips on how to make an unknown hashtag, like hashtag mommy energy, popular and well-known? Liz, first of all, I love that name. Wife's name, sister's name. Uh, second of all, it makes me sad, Liz, that, uh, that I have to attack you, in a good way, uh, with the following question. So everybody, pour yourself a little bit of sherry. Uh, grab your cigars if you like that kind of thing. Because this is a long-winded answer. One of the things I thought about over the weekend is to give some real meat on the bones on some of these answers. You're gonna have your pie or cake questions, which I love, by the way, and I want more of those, by the way, so ding those up. Ding those up, what does that mean? I also want to give long-winded answers to when they deserve them, and Liz, I appreciate you because you asked a question that a lot of people are focusing on and I want to put some real girth behind it, and so here we go. Liz, first question back to you, a little ping pong action here is, why do you want it to trend? So you get something to trend, and the interesting thing is, as we all know, trending hashtags, hashtags in general, are actually not very ownable. Right? If you create a hashtag, anybody in the Twitter universe can jump along and use that hashtag. More importantly, when hashtags you know, trend, we've seen a lot of spam people jump in and use that hashtag in their tweet to create spam, to create porn. You know, the funny thing is, is I always ask why. So my question to you is, 
why, Steve, throw it out here. We, you can be part of this question. What's the hashtag? Um, hashtag mommy energy. You know, uh, by the way, speaking of mommy energy, I spoke with Steve's mom on Twitter this weekend and she mentioned that she liked Steve on camera, so that was a little mommy energy. You know, Liz, the real question is why would you want mommy energy to trend? Do you feel that you then benefit from it? Do you not realize that every mommy blogger, anybody selling products to mommies, anybody authoring mommy books can jump in, use that hashtag. There is no ownership. There's limited upside. You know, the only reason I use the Ask Gary B hashtag is to find the questions easier. It's a utility. It is not a marketing engine to take me to the next level because I know it's so unownable. And so that is really the question to me, to everyone to, uh, who's watching, which is why would you want to own it in the first place? That's something that you need to think about. The why against any action is really the thing that people are not spending enough time on. The strategy matters. My friends, I really appreciate you being a part of episode seven. The show is taking off, as many of you who've watched all other six episodes know. I'm leaving for family vacation on Saturday. We'll be out the pocket for two weeks. So there'll be a little hiatus as we go right into football season, which excites me. Um, I want to definitely uh, ask you for a strong favor, which is to subscribe up. Um, and I also want to leave with a new tradition, which for all you hardcore maniacs is an old tradition. Many of you who watched my 1,080 plus wine shows, 1,000 with Wine Library TV, 80 with Daily Grape, uh, know that I used to end every episode with a question of the day. Kind of ironic given the format we roll with here, but I'm going to start asking you a question of the day because I really like what's going on in the YouTube comments. One of the great things for me, pride, is that I created an enormous amount of friendships in the wine world because people became friends in the comment section. I'm looking to do that again. And so thus, by forcing a question of the day, more interaction there, people jump into everybody's answers and it becomes one nice gushbuck. And so, the question I have for you today, first one ever on the Ask Gary Vee Show is, which other personality in the video world are you enjoying consuming content from? Give them some love, give her some love. It'll make me feel good. You keep asking questions, I'll keep trying to answer them.